Welcome members, it's Andrew Nickel here with the very first Australian Trainers Association podcast. Uh, these are going to be designed to come to you fortnightly and we're going to update you on some of the major issues that are affecting trainers and the training profession around the state. We'll also update you on some of our travels to the regional venues and give you some feedback from other members. So we hope you enjoy. We're looking forward to getting your feedback. Visit our website, you'll see the contact details there. And also if there's an issue that you want us to raise, please feel free to raise it. And we're galloping into the major issues and there is no bigger issue than the cobalt issue. In 2014, this rule was introduced in Victoria. In 2015, it was introduced nationally. Significant penalties are attached to cobalt positives. Three years as a mandatory penalty for administration and we've seen many trainers around the country in excess of 100 to date who have been penalised for producing positives on race day. So we wrote a letter away to Racing Australia on the 16th of August, representing our views that the world has certainly moved on since the dark days of 2014 and the backdrop of where this rule was introduced. We're seeing commercial uh, substances create um, thresholds that have exceed race day level. Um, commercial products such as van paste or B12 injectables, even salt blocks have been known to have increased the thresholds around cobalt in the racehorse. So we think it's incumbent upon our authorities to review this position, have a look at the science, and see whether the rule that was introduced and the penalty regime that was introduced in 2014 are still appropriate today. And in particular, we have also seen a change in some of the international racing jurisdictions where the penalties that they are applying today have moved from a pure suspension or a disqualification to include fines, solely fines. So all things being equal, we think the time is right for Racing Australia to review this position. Their board meeting is due on the 29th of August and we wait and we wait to see what will come forward from that meeting. We will certainly update members more so on this important topic in future podcasts. The racing industry in Victoria is now operating under a new tribunal and disciplinary system. The old RAD board system, the Racing and Disciplinary Board, which we've been so used to for many years, operating in Epsom Road, um, has no longer in existence. It's been disbanded. And the new VRT, or the Victorian Racing Tribunal, will now operate cross-code, so up applying for both, for all of the harness, the greyhound, and the racing industry. Uh, it will operate at the Exhibition Street Office of Racing building. Some of the key changes will include the composition of the panel. Um, historically, we've had lawyers and judges on the panel. The new panel will include subject matter experts. We'll have an ex-chairman of stewards, Des Gleeson, We'll also have veterinary um, capability. We'll also have jockey capability with Greg Childs and Marie Payne. Further changes also include the ability of the tribunal to subpoena people, uh, subpoena the defendants, and the, they can request the testimony to be sworn evidence. So some significant change in our disciplinary system here in Victoria designed to broaden the capability operate more along the lines of the legal system, but with the addition of subject matter experts, which will certainly improve 
the output we feel for the participant groups. The last of the major issues we want to update our members upon is the Seymour Racecourse. Um, as you would appreciate, there was a $4.5 million renovation and widening of the course proper there several years ago. And unfortunately, the racetrack has been plagued by problems ever since it was reintroduced into racing. Um, the 6th of June meeting, which was a recent meeting at Seymour, um, we saw some significant um, issue with horse and rider there. Racing Victoria have done some significant works to the track since that 6th of June meeting and they've assured us that the track should present in a much better form for the Saturday 24 August meeting. We'll certainly be monitoring it with interest and we certainly will be bringing an update to members following that Saturday meeting. On the road again just can't wait to get on the road again The life I love is making music with my friends and I can't wait to get on the road again We've also spent significant time travelling around regional Victoria in the last two to three weeks to several of our training centres and some of the key centres and the issues that arose across that time included Warnable in the southwest where we spent some time with both the club and the trainers discussing a new horse path. A uh, very important uh, acquisition required to separate the vehicular traffic from the horses as they make their way from the stables through to the racetrack for training in the morning. Um, also lighting associated with that horse path to ensure that in the early hours of the morning we have enough lighting to ensure that, you know, again, horse and rider can see where they're travelling. Um, the final one is the beach permits. We know that's been a long-standing discussion and negotiation with councils and, and a myriad of other parties. Um, we're moving towards a conclusion on that matter. Um, with a little bit of luck, the next podcast we should be able to provide you with an update on that. From Warnable, we head, head towards the northeast of Victoria and we spent time at Benalla with trainers and the club looking at their new sand track, a $200,000 addition which was completed earlier this year. Um, a great addition for the trainers there and, and a, a very welcome addition for the horses. Um, we also discussed with both parties stage two of the sand track works, which is the automatic irrigation system. Uh, Benalla Race Club are particularly supportive of the stage two works and they are in deep discussions clearly with Racing Victoria. The ATA are also party to those discussions, so we hope to have some good news on that front shortly. We also spent some time at Wangaratta, um, talking to trainers, um, looking at the new $1.2 million sand fibre track, which again has been a welcome addition to the training facility there. Um, trainers have been very uh, supportive of that and complimentary of the training surface. Some smaller matters to be dealt with at Wangaratta, which we're working with the trainers and will obviously be raising with the club some lighting required in the float park and some issues associated with the pool. Uh, we will be doing that across the course of the coming weeks. That's a wrap members. I hope you've enjoyed our very first podcast. hope you found it informative. Uh, as I said earlier, we welcome your feedback so please jump on the website you're going to see all the contact details there to be able to send your queries or questions through to the ATA we look forward to catching up with you next time uh, and in the meantime happy racing 
Yeah, but that's all, folks.